Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Hello, welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a social media examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher. And today, my co-host is Kim Reynolds. This is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We cover social media news that broke in the last few days. This show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World coming quickly. I'm excited to say that we actually have a panel all about chatbots in that And I will give you a little bit of a peek. We actually have somebody from Facebook that's coming for it, but I will tell you more about that later. We're going to start the show first because we have an awesome show. And on today's show, we are exploring updates to Facebook's branded content policies with Holly Homer. We're going to talk about the Snapchat updates with Sean Ayella. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Patreon Lens app with Steve Dotto and much more breaking social media news of the week. You know you love this show. That's why you're here. That's why you're watching live. That's why you're listening. So please share it in every way possible. If you're listening, hit that share button. If you're on Facebook, hit that share button. If you're on Periscope, YouTube, whatever, do that. And with that, I will bring up our guest for the first segment, Holly Homer. Welcome to the show, Holly. Thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. So it's been a while, but uh, yeah, this is pretty, it's, I want to say this is exciting news, but I don't know that it's exciting per se. Um, Basically, Facebook quietly, without making any kind of official announcement, updated their branded content policies. And the, and the date of the revision was back in January 25th of 2018. And, and not a lot of people knew about this, but you had some personal experience with it. Well, first, let's start with this. What is a branded content policy? So it was launched about two years ago and allowed, um, at first it was just verified pages. Um, so I have been, I have a verified page. Um, I run Quirky Mama. And so I had been using the branded content tool before it even been rolled out to other um, pages. And it basically, from what we understood at that point, is anytime you would monetize your page in any way, you would you would do a handshake. It's that little handshake thing in the mm-hmm. bottom of the Facebook post. And you would basically, in effect, tag your partner, um, the person that is paying you for whatever whatever is happening. So we would use it for sponsors and um, uh, like content partners where, um, you know, another site, I'd be running traffic for them. Like, you know, something was a really good fit with our audience and they'd be paying me basically a CPM um, on the other side for that traffic that I sent to them. And then it turned into also affiliate posts. Okay. So then you started noticing some things were happening and then you even pointed out that specifically with this update, there was a, a number six uh, in the list of seven <laughs> things. And I'm going to go ahead and read it. And then you can start telling yes. me, you know, one, your experience and two, how this has affected you and others that are have been talking about this. But basically the key piece here, the big, I don't know, um, it's all changes, but I think this might be the biggest change. Uh, you tell us. Number six says, don't accept anything of value to post content that you did not create or were not involved in the creation of or this, or that does not feature you. I think that's pretty clear. So yeah. And my favorite thing is that they put it as number six out of seven. <laughs> right. Like it was like buried in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So right now, like, like the internet is in an uproar over this. Um, I make a significant, probably 50% of my income comes from face my Facebook page. And that just came to a halt on Friday morning or Thursday night when we all figured out that this had something 
something was amiss on this. And um, the way I read it is basically everything I've been doing is except for sponsored content that I'm doing in relation to my blog is no longer allowed. Um, the way I read it, I can't even put affiliate links on anymore. So I like, and I've, I, there's like probably four different um, content partners, like really large sites on the internet that, that are a really good fit with my audience. Like the reason why I do those posts is because they go crazy. They're super engaging. My audience loves them. And so I partnered with them. And I, from what I can tell, I can't post that anymore um, because I am being paid for that. And I've been on the phone with all of them because they have closer ties to Facebook. And they're number one. Facebook is not even talking to them about it. And number two, or they're getting different, um, they're getting different stories. So mm. I've had to just shut it down um, until we get some clarification on the, on the partner content and also the affiliates. I haven't posted an affiliate link since I learned about this. So to be clear, like what types of content are we talking about here from these major people that you, <laughs> that you know have been talking to Facebook that you've also been working with? What types of content were you doing with them, partnering? Yeah. So for instance, um, my audience is moms. Um, and so we do a lot, you know, anything that I would read on the internet or find interesting on the internet. One of the ways we built Quirky Mama was just to be an amazing curation of everything interesting on the internet for our audience. And so I had developed partnerships with a lot of these sites that consistently wrote things that my people just ate up. And so, and like these partnerships, by the way, Facebook, <laughs> if I could just be a little snippy, these partnerships don't work if that content isn't a really, really good fit. Just like an affiliate product that you post that doesn't, that nobody wants, doesn't get any engagement. But on my page, these partner contents were very close partnerships where I like, for instance, like our whole, you know, pages about family friendly, you know, fun things to do, you know, uplifting stories, not like crap. And so a lot of times partners were creating special content for Quirky Mama, because we were able to find that perfect fit. And then we'd able to send traffic and our audience just ate it up just like the just like the affiliate links. My affiliate links were among our highest engaged um, um, posts, because they were just fun things that we found that people were looking for and would engage with. So you're rolling along with that stuff and it's working out great. And then Facebook unannounced makes changes to this <laughs> branded content policy. And so then you and others start experiencing and how did you experience these changes? So the first thing I was alerted at is one of my partners um, sent me this email that was like, stop, <laughs> do not, do not tag us, do not do anything. We just got off the phone with Facebook and what we're doing is now against Facebook policy, which holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then I go and read it and start calling some of these other partners who didn't just get off on the phone with Facebook. And so they're all, and oh, by the way, they call Facebook and so they get told a whole different thing. So, I mean, it's like one of those things that um, we just have to wait and see because three of my blogger friends, one of them with a page over 5 million, um, has had their ability to post on their page taken away. You know, wow. it may be some form of Facebook jail. It may be complete coincidence, but it happened on Friday. So, and it happened when all of us were realizing what was going on. And um, we have no idea why. Of course, they can't get a hold of Facebook. Facebook won't tell us what way they did wrong. Um, and that happened to me last summer on one of my smaller pages is Facebook just took away our ability to post links for 30 days and did not tell us why. All it just said is, please read the PNPs. And I'm like, Dude, if you don't think I've read the PMPs of Facebook, right. you must be, you know, high. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I yeah. feel like I read it. I wasn't doing anything different than I do on any other page. And I think that's what's so worrisome about this platform is that, like, we're, I'm a rule follower. I will do whatever it takes to follow the rules. But if I don't know the rules, or if you change the rules without telling me, or you just have secret rules that no one knows about, then how are we supposed to deal with that? Right. Yeah. Well, especially when the consequences for not following these hidden secret rules seem to be so high, like people being in not being able to post on your page jail. What are some of the other consequences that you've seen? 
Yeah. So, I mean, like, first of all, being in Facebook jail or having the ability to take it away um, to post, we had another page um, recently that just like it was almost removed, like nobody, none of the admins could even, you know, see that it was there, like, and it had gotten caught in one of these new spam filters. Mm. And when we got on the phone with Facebook, Facebook was like, Oh, no, like what you are advertising that this page is about is exactly what you're doing. We don't know why it got caught in one of these spam filters. But we don't actually know how to change that either. And it took about 10 days for that to be resolved. And it, and it was like continual and that page, we'd put a ton of Facebook advertising in it, which is also a benefit when you need to go ask Facebook for um, for help. Is thankfully the budget on that that page was so immense that we actually got somebody to pick up the phone on the other side. Yeah, man. I think what some of the other the other bullets or other numbers in this list are also things that probably pages out there are doing. And and we got to be clear, like some of this. I mean, the branded content isn't like pushing your own stuff, right? We need to make sure like if you were if you as quirky mama were selling quirky mama stuff with these posts, there's actually less of a hassle or less of a a danger. It's when you start partnering. And I think that's mm-hmm. and that's to be clear, the thing that's not clear and not being made right. clear, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, and that and so it and it, it's, it started, you know, early on with like, you know, blog, you know, we would partner with somebody like a partner on our blog, write about it, and then promote it on Facebook. And that's when Facebook started getting antsy about it. And so that's when the partner content tool came into effect. And so that was the first um, when we the first time we used partner sites and affiliates, it wasn't until the last probably year that those were also rolled into the branded content tool, even though the crazy thing is, like, like for instance, Amazon absolutely did not want to, uh, that us to u- use the branded content tool when we posted an affiliate link, but Facebook required it. So it was like one of those tug of wars where I was on the phone with Amazon, on the phone with Facebook, like, you guys have to figure, tell me what to do. And finally, I told Amazon, listen, like, I have to stop posting unless you allow me to tag, tag you. They allowed me to tag them. Um, and, and then, and then this comes down. So, I mean, it's like, it's like this super vague playing field with no rules that everybody's just making up as we go along. It's super fun. Yeah. Unfortunately. (laughs) And and like I said, like when I first heard about this, I had to go searching to even find the (laughs) content policy at all. And, and then there was no news, like literally is almost literally no news out there whatsoever on this. So we were glad to be able to talk to you about it. I think the thing here is, is like there really isn't um, a, a clear path moving forward other than of reservation and holding back and waiting to see and hear more. Right. Like, what are yeah. you what's your plan moving forward? So it's really unfortunate because these the this monetization on my Facebook page has allowed me to hire the staff required to run my Facebook page at the level that it is. And when they take away my ability to monetize, what that means is that my fans don't get what they expected because I can't afford to do this for free. And um, I, I think, and you know what? Like it also makes me a little irritated that Facebook is afraid that I'm taking money out of their pockets. I'm a stay-at-home mom in Dallas, Texas, and they're afraid that like my earning ability is going to take Facebook down. I think they're completely backward about this, and they really need to put us in a position where we are making them money. And so I don't know if this is the first step of a grandmaster plan. My experience with Facebook is, no, this is an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> that may or may not just disappear in a few days. Um, but, it, you know, we are having to take serious drastic change. And and our, fa- our fans are the ones that are suffering because all of a sudden, my page reach isn't down because my own content is any different. But it's because I can no longer publish what my fans love. And that's what's unfortunate about it. Yeah. Well, unless the thing that they love is your thing, specifically, not anybody else's thing. But if you heard me, if you've heard me speak, you know, I, I only publish about one third of my own content because it's not about me. It's about the community that we've that, you know, because I 
I do write good stuff, but I don't write the best stuff on the internet 100% mm-hmm. of the time or have the ability to write as much as we publish on Quirky Mama on a daily basis. Yeah. Some of the comments and questions we've got coming in are people asking like, well, we'll say I have a book and it's my book and I want to promote it. What do you say to that? Do you say, go ahead and do it? Or do you say, I mean, because it doesn't seem like that's a partnership. That's a cell phone thing. Right. So if it's your, if it's, if it's you, if it's something you created, something you wrote, something that features you, you're okay. So obviously we're going to probably get more intense and partnerships where we will be tailoring that content towards, Hey, quirky mamas, you know, that kind of stuff where all of a sudden where I might have like taken a step back with that brand and really highlighted the brand because I, and or the other thing is we never choose brands that aren't going to fit with our audience. That would just be stupid and suicide for our business. But then like go ahead and take it to that next level where it is branded. Hey, Holly's saying this or quirky mama saying this or kids activities is doing this. And I think that's kind of the workaround um, that eventually may be a stronger content choice in the long run. But um, it's just, you know, like we always expected that Facebook would do something to this monetization. We just thought it would be a decrease in reach because that's what they had been telling us for years it would be. We had no idea that overnight that entire um, part of the income would just be gone. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's pretty scary. So what's your plan moving forward? Other than going on a cruise. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go on a cruise. I'm just going to go away for a week and it should be all better when I come back. Like tomorrow's another day. Um, so, you know, one of the things that we've been working on is, you know, we have several books out and there's, we have products of our own. Um, and that was like, I actually went to a mastermind like a week ago that where I had that on a, a three month track to get all these products launched and all that kind of stuff that were ours. Well, obviously that is moved up like hyper, you know, in fact, I did three hours of video this morning um, just to get those products in a better place to launch within the month instead of a three month time period. And so I think that's the bottom line is it stuff that we should be doing anyway. It's just, we don't get the, we don't get the luxury of working it in slowly. We're going to have to just launch and see how it goes. Um, and that, so that's, I mean, Every time something like this happens, you know, there's good that comes out of it. And, you know, the company is stronger and I'm smarter because of it. It just, you know, like I wish we could do it with less stress and less tears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) The the one other thing I would say is in this number six, again, the, the real sticking point here is it says don't accept anything of value to post content that you did not create or were not involved in the creation of, or that does not feature you. So there's three, there's the accepting things of value piece and set that aside. And then you've got the, you did not create it or will not involved in the creation of there's two pieces or that does not feature you. So that's the three pieces right there. And I think if you can, I mean, would you say like if you still can find the right partnership where you're involved in the creation of the content or it features you or what was the other one again? Um, or or you were like you did it. You wrote it. Yeah, that you created it. <laughs> we're involved with the creating of it or it features you or all of the above. Then you don't have an issue with that number right. six anymore. However, right. that's again where all the social media marketing world and social media training comes in is to create that content in that partnership, right? Well, and the the secondary part of it, you have to remember the enforcement of this is through algorithms. So that's what scared me the most about like these partner sites. Like my people love them so much that I would post it for free. But I can't do that now because Facebook has already seen me in a partnership and the algorithm Mm -hmm. would be like, oh, Holly's taking money under the table. And I think that's what's so like the rule followers are always going to get like (laughs) are always going to be the ones that are penalized the most um, because algorithms don't know my heart and don't know that I would never do that. And so now like that, that, that third of the content can never be published again because Facebook would never believe that my people actually want to see it because we've had a business relationship in the past. And I think that's one of the sad things about all of this is there are sites on this on the internet that will be obliterated in the next few months because of this and not because they aren't great sites that people love to read. It's because Facebook just decided that, well, what your business model isn't how we want to go today. Yeah. Unfortunately, 
but those are the changes. So, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, Holly, I'm sorry to hear about this. I mean, it's frustrating. But again, it sounds like it is really helping you re-strategize and reframe what you're doing and stepping up your game in terms of what you're doing for you yourself and your company versus your partnerships, unfortunately, question mark. So, <laughs> You know what? Like being a pioneer is messy. Yes. <laughs> so like every every day is a new day. And um, I mean, it's not for the faint of heart. That's for sure. <laughs> Don't yeah. do this if you're not willing to change your course. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Holly, thank you so much for being here. It's been great talking with you. You've had some great insight here on this. And thanks for bringing this uh, to our attention, first and foremost, because we wouldn't have known about this at least as soon for sure if you had not brought it to us. So <laughs> if I hadn't sent that <laughs> scary message to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I love make, you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. So we want to make sure that everybody knows where to find you. Uh, <laughs> so where can people find you and Quirky Mama and all of all that you've got going on? <laughs> yeah. So um, Quirky Mama is the Facebook page um, that we're, we've been talking about today. But you can also find me on kidsactivities.com and also hollyhomer.com. And hollyhomer.com is where like I wrote like um, why this sucks. Um, if you want to read more about Perfect. it. <laughs> Awesome. We'll we'll make sure to get everybody over there to that so they can check it out. And uh, Holly, congratulations on uh, getting to t- go take a cruise and get away yeah, from all this I, for a while. I think I need it. Maybe a, <laughs> maybe a cocktail or two. <laughs> awesome. All right, Holly, we will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, gosh. See, this is the kind of stuff that why you've got to be on top of things and why social media marketing world coming up in a couple weeks is the place to be. It's a huge deal. Uh, and and like I like I teased earlier, we actually have a keynote panel um, that is all about chatbots. And we've got the founder of ManyChat and the COO of ChatFuel, along with the leader from the Facebook Messenger team. And in all that, all three of those people will be moderated moderated by Molly Pittman. And so that's going to be a killer keynote. I'm looking forward to that one. And I'm not even that huge into chatbots personally, but I know that that's going to be a really interesting uh, session. So if you want to get on board and be there, because you still can, go to find out more about Social Media Marketing World at SMM. SMMW18.com. And with that, we will bring up our next guest. By the way, the other the other cool thing, and, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, but here's a here's a quick hack. Uh, the virtual ticket, you download those audios and then you throw them into an upload like into your podcast player. And then you can listen to those at least one first pass through while you're on the treadmill, while you're commuting or driving, while you're out on a walk. That's what I do. So I go back and then yeah. I go to the ones that are specific and I need to to brush up on. Sean, welcome. Hey, Eric and Kim. How are you guys? Doing? Good. Good to see you, man. And you don't even need those glasses anymore. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm debating on still keeping it for the brand. It's yeah. frameless. So you had LASIK surgery yeah. just, what, about a week I ago? Did. And pulled Last off right. went off great and yeah i was gonna say you're you're still wearing like i think i think you should wear the glasses but are, so are those non-prescription <laughs> yes there's nothing in them it's just it's, it's just the yes, frames nothing just that's the frames. awesome so uh, well i think you look good either way but uh we had to have you come back because snapchat's got some great um news that came out especially growth so yes cue us in on this so Snapchat, so Q4, they ended Q4 with 8.9 million daily active users added, which now gets them to um, 187 million daily active users. So I want to I want to start this by saying this isn't a number you want to ignore, right? For marketers right now, we've we're seeing this growth. It's not huge, um, but it's 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 growing, right? And right now there is a lot of ads. Um, or a lot of marketers on there, not the greatest, but they're putting ads on this platform. And I want to say big brands too are putting some ads on this platform to just take advantage of this growth and the users that are um, jumping on. Yeah. Well, especially in light of the fact that this phrase has been getting thrown around recently since Mark Zuckerberg said it, which is meaningful social interactions. And it doesn't just apply to Facebook, does it? It it applies to everywhere that we're doing social and we're doing our marketing. 
and instead switching over into this relationship marketing in a sense, right? Yes, you know, because Evan Spiegel said it, you know, he's separating the social from the media. Um, and this app is really trying to strive to become something more meaningful when it comes to social, right? So um, I'm excited to see what will happen with Snapchat um, as it continues to grow. One of the cool things that I... Go ahead, Kim. Oh, I'm sorry. I was say, you know, they said that this is the most growth that Snapchat has seen since 2016. What do you think has fueled this growth? Um, I mean, you're on there all the time. What changes have you seen that you think prompted this growth? Well, so I know for sure uh, the CEO of Snapchat really decided to take Android users seriously. Um, typically, Android Android users used to be on the back end of it all. They would get the updates last um, or never. Um, but what we've seen, especially with this new app redesign, right? The Androids, the Android um, devices got the new redesign first, and they even um, started to optimize the app for data consumption for. Um, countries outside of the US because Snapchat takes a lot of data when using it. So mm-hmm. Evan Spiegel made a smart move and he started to consider everyone else outside of the US um, and the Android users um, to really um, help the growth for Snap. So I think that was exciting for them. Interesting. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Good, good insight there. Uh, we've got some Later on, we've got some more positive news uh, growth slash revenue wise uh, from another uh, social network that's been kind of down. People have been down on recently like Snap, which is Twitter. But I want to point out as you and I, Sean, and even uh, Michael Stelzner and Jeff C were talking about Snapchat uh, a couple months ago that Snap has Snap uh, Snapchat. I keep seeing Snap Inc. And I want to keep saying that. Sorry, that's I'm seeing it on the screen. I want to say that uh, <laughs> Snapchat has more daily active users than Twitter does, which I don't think a lot of people know. So that's yes. just and you just so, don't want to ignore that audience, right? You you don't. And I mean Snapchat has a very loyal audience. And and what we're finding too is that um that they are they are using that app. Um, a majority of them are using only that app. So they're not intertwining into Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, right? They're they're loyal to Snapchat, and that's an audience that you do not want to miss if they are your target audience. Now, talk to us about this update, this this redesign. I know it's not out there yet for everybody, but what is some of the news coming our way from that in regards to that? And, you know, what are people saying about this? So a funny thing about this, um, this app, the new redesign was released to the UK, Australia and Canada first. Um, and then TechCrunch released an article that stated um, 83% of the uh, app comments were negative about the the new app redesign that kind of held snapchat from pushing this out um to everyone else but um there's still a a lot of backlash around this new update but you know the growth is is we're seeing growth still um or snapchat seeing growth still and um Everyone is supposed to get this app update no later than the end of Q1. So it's funny. This morning, I actually woke up to the app update in my iOS. Um, so I was pretty excited to see that. So if you guys do not have that yet, probably check out your app this morning. You might have received it. Yeah, I checked yesterday and didn't have it yet. So I'll have to open it up again today and we'll see. Oh. <laughs> um, but and, and then they're also adding some new... Um, so with this new redesign, right, comes a lot of new features. And I think what's really cool, because um, a lot, you know, we've seen it the last couple couple months, Facebook and Instagram copying right. a lot of the features. Um, it's really cool to see that finally Snapchat has decided to kind of copy something from Instagram around the text feature. Um, so I'm really excited to see what, what other... Um, uh, features that they will eventually kind of use and um, tweak for their audience since it is unique. Yeah. One of the cool things that just came out was this idea that they are rolling out this event specific face lens creation. Have you been able to try this out yet? 
Yes. So because I had gotten that update this morning, I played with it this morning. Um, it is essentially an on-demand, um, on-demand, like there were the on-demand geo filters, but now there is the on-demand face filters. So now um, you have access to over 150 different face lens um, that you can use. You can't, you can't change them or update them. Um, the actual lens itself but what you can do is personalize it with a, with um, text. And you can also add multiple layers of text, which I think is extremely different than um, what Snapchat has done in the past, right? You can only add one line of text. Um, and these start off at $9.99. Um, so similar to a geo, a geo filter where you have to um, pick a location and you pay for that location, um, it's the same here. So these you do not keep and they don't last forever. Um, you're paying for it for a specific time frame um, for your event or whatever it is you want to uh, have fun with it for. I'm assuming that 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 price then it starts at nine ninety nine, and then based on the duration of how, and location size is what then starts to up the price, right? Correct. So, yeah, so it's all about uh, time frame. Um, and the geo target area you're picking. So you're definitely correct. Yeah. I think it looks pretty cool. I mean, I, again, this is one of those things where even still the rest of the world doesn't have, I mean, Facebook's got it a little bit in its, in its stories. Instagram's got it a little bit, but like not to this degree of being able to do this where you can like kind of pick and mix and match and make your own yet. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they'll open it up to, to allow us to really get creative with it. Um, but, you know, time will tell. But this is a great start for Snapchat. Yeah. So in other Snapchat news. Yeah, go ahead. So, so is this something just because I'm, I don't know that I'm really grasping this. Is this something where, like, for instance, social media examiner could create their own face lens ad for social media marketing world? And designate an area, a geographic area for it. And anyone who say at the conference could use this particular face lens. Exactly. And, and, and social media examiner can create their own, like we could do a scout hat and a, you know, safari vest or whatever. Now whatever. that option is what I'm hoping that will come soon. You, you aren't able to, um, at least at the moment that I was playing around with it this morning, there was no um, option that will allow me to upload an image right. or upload something to it. Um, you just had to pick between the 150 options that were available out the gate. Yeah. And it looks like mostly it's, you know, different kinds of hats or faces or animal the ears. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, yep. depending upon what your needs are, that might fit it. But again, for us, we'd want to have a, a an Explorer hat and like a monocle or something like that, which was in. I mean, remember, there was a snap uh, lens of that at one point, which was like, oh, yeah. you know, so maybe, well, maybe lens, it's in there. Yeah. Lens Check. Studio, well, they're talking about with Lens Studio, you can upload if you want to create your own. That's not one of the 150 templates that you can upload a face and create one. So I wonder if within Lens Studio, if that's where you would go to create a customized one like that. And if then if we'd have yes. to go through a whole approval process. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and so Lens Studio just had an update to this past week that um, is allowing 2D and 3D um, um, uh, images uh, and uh, the, that creative to be placed in, allowing you to do a lot more things. So there is some opportunities on the Lens Studio side um, that I think uh, a lot of marketers can leverage right now. We've got That's two other awesome. we got two other pieces of Snapchat news here. Let's move through those a little bit quickly. Um, so Snapchat is going to be live streaming the Winter Olympics highlights. Yes. So now if you go to if you wanted to, you go to Snapchat.com on the home page. Um, there will be a snap code that allows you to uh, once you scan it, it will give you the ability to get um auto alerts on the live streams that Snapchat will be um, sending out to Snapchatters on specific events at the Olympics. Um, so we'll get live streams um, from specific events. However, that doesn't open up the gate for us, the user, um, to eventually get live. Um, so that was a kind of bummer to mm -hmm. kind of... Um, 
to, to read and understand um, just because the users aren't really asking for live right now. Um, but I do like the idea of opening up um, the ability for us to see what's going on in the moment. Um, so we don't miss anything if we wanted to see something live at an event. Yeah, it almost feels like the the video version of Twitter in that short bite sized, but, you know, handheld mobile kind of, you know, consumption of what's happening real time water cooler of the world yeah. kind of a, of approach. So pretty yeah. interesting. And then the one other cool thing <laughs> is that they've launched an in-app store for company merchandise. Yes. So this is cool. And I actually purchased almost every item that was available oh, wow. in this store. <laughs> um, but what is really cool about this and, and Snap um, has talked about this is not a real revenue stream for them. They're really looking at showing um, and potentially just showing the possibilities of what an in-store, an in-app e-commerce, um, um, e-commerce, um, what's the word I'm looking for? E-commerce. Uh, platform would look like. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I've had time to, I've purchased three times in, in this, um, in the app of Snapchat. And the simplicity and the way to add to your cart and checkout was so just very seamless. It was perfect that I thought this was um, great for brands. Um, hopefully, once we get to that point that you'll be able to sell product through Snapchat, that there's a huge opportunity. Um, to get in front of this audience and sell your product. Yeah. Well, and this is the, this is the audience. Like if it's a younger audience and they've got this type of merchandise that just, I mean, and you can do it from in the app. I mean, yes, it's pretty genius in a lot of ways. I would even yeah, consider so, wearing a winky face and I don't even, you know, anyways, maybe not. I know. I'm saying <laughs> cute sweatshirt. I mean, if, if Snapchat really thinks about this one, this is going to, this would be a great revenue stream for them as well. Right. If, if, uh, if a brand was able to sell and they get a cut of what was sold, I mean, this will help propel them um, to keep, um, you know, gaining revenue. So I think yeah. it's an incredible idea um, and I love it. Yeah, very cool. Sean, I'm going to see you in just over two weeks at Social Media Marketing World. What are you speaking on other than obviously I, Snapchat <laughs> in general? I, I will be there um, talking about Snapchat ads. So if any of you guys are interested in learning on how to utilize Snapchat ads for your business, um, that's what I'll be talking about. And I'm, I can't wait to meet everyone. There, so Awesome. Where else can people find you if they're not going to see you there or they can check you out before they see you at Social Media Marketing World? You can find me everywhere on social at Sean Ayala or SeanAyala.com. I appreciate awesome. you guys giving me the opportunity to be here today. And I can't wait to see you at hashtag SMWW. SMMW18. Awesome. Sean, thanks for being here. Good to see you again. We'll see you soon. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Always good to see him. Can I point out something that Sean is actually really sick and he came and did the show anyway, even though he's fighting this oh. whatever it is going around so uh thank you an extra thank you to sean for powering through and being here today for us well, that was very i'm cool. glad you told us that because he he pulled off pulled it off great so he did but yeah like i he said snapchat ads and again 187 daily active use 187 187 million <laughs> da daily active <laughs> users Jeez, and uh you just can't ignore all these other channels. Again, it's diversify. It's being social. It's anyways, be there. Social media marketing world, smmw18.com. And with that, we have brought Steve Dotto back again so soon off the heels of his other uh, appearance. But this time uh, talking about something a little different. Patreon came out with a really cool app and you're a Patreon guy. So what do you think of this? And well, first off, what's the news? Then tell us what I you am, think. I am. Hello, hi Steve. Patreon guy, uh, but you know the, the the conversation off the top about Facebook should throw cold water over all of this stuff, uh, as we it could, because it just sends chills through the entire I think the social media space when we start you know building so much of our business on rented land, which is just uh, just an aside there because this I think has a kind of a similar uh, you know ultimately is a similar uh, a similar space. Sure. I'll guess that. Point. 
Yep. <laughs> but uh, okay, so what Patreon has done is Patreon is trying more and more to become a social network, uh, similar to Facebook. They're trying to add as many uh, different hooks and as many different things that allow uh, content creators to uh, to to uh, create connections with their with their patrons. For anybody that doesn't know, Patreon is a crowdfunding site where content creators. Uh, can create content, get people supporting them, and providing uh, monthly or um, based on uh, releases of product uh, support. So for, in our case, we have people that give us $10 a month. They get access to discounts on our, on our online courses, and they get access to replays of all of our tutorials that we do. We do a weekly webinar series with tutorials, and so they get access to all those. So it's, it's a great community for us for, uh, for, for building our brand. Um, and many musicians, poets, uh, artists, uh, podcasts, they use Patreon to generate revenue. So the news is that Patreon has released a product called Lens. Now, d- does this sound familiar? Lens is a, a basically a, a tool that will allow you to create little um, videos or post sequences that will last online for guess it 24 hours uh, that's a, that you can put together kind of as a story or a narrative hmm genius i wonder who came up with that idea <laughs> uh, so they've just given us instagram stories and facebook stories in patreon and instead of calling it any of those things they call it lens uh but it's it's basically a story so 24 hours uh intimate access uh, behind the scenes type stuff allowing you to tease content uh, it's a good fit. It's a nice fit if you're using Patreon as the as a social network with your community, uh, which is worth an entirely different conversation. If you want to, you know, make sure that your community is 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 doing all of their engagement with you through their interface, and it's a, it, it's a nice interface for it. I think it's going to do. I think it's going to do really well for some of the popular music you know people that do uh do music given behind the scenes access to them creating and composing and teasing their upcoming songs that sort of stuff teasing their upcoming music uh it's going to have some legs there but it's another it's a it's a big me too uh you know yeah we do that as well yeah to me it seems like another way to not just give the people that are supporting you on Patreon, um, exclusive content, but it's a way to say, no, you know what? Like I'm going to post this only for you guys and now not out on the public sphere where, and that's not to say, stop doing that. You want to give stuff away, you know, a lens, if you will, behind the scenes stuff. You want to give that peek to everybody, but just to be able to do more of it here that only Patreon uh, supporters get is a pretty cool move. And, and you've hit the nail on the head from what Patreon would want their content creators, how their Patreon would want their content creators to see this particular tool. Uh, and in what it does is it create, as I say, it, it'll create, uh, it'll engender more connection through the Patreon platform. The whole idea here is, I'm pretty sure as far as Patreon is concerned, is not necessarily just more engagement with your community, but more engagement through the Patreon platform with mm-hmm. your community. That's the tie. Because, I mean, it, realistically, if, if you're already publishing Instagram stories, you've already got the, you've already got the technique down. The challenge, I think, is going to be is the people who have the skill set and the workflow to create these stories have been doing it and have been nurturing it on another social platform. So getting them to be willing to migrate across to exclusively deliver it in a Patreon platform, that's going to be Patreon's challenge with their creator community. Well, and one of the cool things that they've built into this is that they've got a privacy setting in it that lets you expose some of these as public and not just private. And that's one of the genius uh, kind of the, what I think one of the best features of Patreon is the tiering of, um, of, of the membership of the, of your patrons uh, based on, funding levels, you can gate content to different individuals, uh, which really makes Patreon a very strong technical player in the, in the, in the, uh, in the community space where you can say anybody that's a $10 a month patron gets this access to us. But if you're a hundred dollar a month patron, you get this access to us. So it, it gives you a tremendous amount of control in that space. And they've extended that into this app, which is a, which is, as you say, a very good idea. 
Yeah. So that rolls out this week, right? It's I mean, it's out there. The app is out. Yeah, I've got, to it. Download I've got it. it. I haven't used it. I've got it on, on, on my system. Yeah, it's 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 already been in. If you get it, if you're if you've been pushed an update on your uh, mobile app, you've got it. Yeah, it's a little circle at the very top of the app that you just tap. And it's just. It's, oh, oh, Farley's having a little conversation. Farley has an opinion on it as well. Uh, but it's but it's uh, yeah. So it's 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 rolled out. And I think that, you know, um, it's it, it's not going to be a huge part of the toolkit. It's going to be done for very specific for patron for, as I say, for uh, content creators who really uh, try and communicate with the patrons in Patreon, it's going to do very well. But here's the, you know, I, I hate to kind of throw cold water on it, but as I said off the top, but hearing all of the conversation at the beginning about, you know, the, the, the challenges that people who are tied tightly into the Facebook for revenue are, are having, you know, if you tie yourself too tightly to any one platform, and you don't find a way to make sure that you have access to your community outside of that platform, uh, and to deliver your 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 goods, um, man. Oh man, you can be you can be blindsided as the as the Facebook community has been consistently done <laughs> almost since time immemorial. And so that's something that I would always I would just be cautious of is 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 you know tying too many of too many uh, too many of our um, our communications with our community to a single social platform. Yep, the building on rented land metaphor as well. So yeah, that was Steve, a, that was a great session in the beginning. I love Steve. That. We're going to see you in a couple weeks. I'm looking forward we to are. it. Uh, we I am too. all of us. You'll see yourself. Um, what are you speaking on at Social Media Marketing? I, I'm speaking on another uh, another quicksand topic: uh, how to make money on YouTube. Something else that's just changed the rules recently. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about how to make money with YouTube. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to yeah. be fun. A lot of people are going to be interested in that. So where, Steve, can people find you between now and then? You can check me out anywhere at dototech.com. And let me just drop a link in here. We do a weekly webinar series, which are all kind of tutorial webinars. And I'll just uh, drop that link in there and people can sign up. Sweet. Next week, we're going to have fun. We're going to be talking what you love and what you hate about the online life. Oh, it's for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> awesome. Steve, good to see you as always. And uh, I'll see you in a couple weeks. In a couple of weeks. Yep. I'm I'm pre-tanning. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Take care. Bye, Steve. Oh, gosh. All right. So we've got uh, some more things to cover here still left in the show. Uh, So I think the first piece is yours. The Facebook Messenger emoji status update. What? What is this? Uh, Yeah. So Facebook (laughs) Messenger is testing the ability to add an emoji to a profile photo in Messenger so that you can let your friends know what you're doing or how you're feeling at the moment. And TechCrunch has confirmed that this this new feature is called Your Emoji, and it'll be visible on profile pictures in the activity tab for up to 24 hours. And if it's popular, it could potentially expand the inbox, message threads, and so... You know, I, the, the way I look at this is if you really want some attention, you know, you can put a little cry face or a zipper lip or something. This is a great way to grab people's attention. I would do the zipper lip to say, don't talk to me here. I'm busy. Anyways. <laughs> and you are the social media director. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Skype or email or I don't. Anyways. Yeah. Interesting. But this was uh, this feature was discovered by. Shockingly, Matt Navarra. Shockingly. Yes. Shockingly. He, he discovers so much. In fact, he discovered this next one. Uh, so he he had a screenshot of this where basically Facebook is uh, it's not out, but it's offering it, it. It's where you drill down in a Facebook post and it's got to give you all a bunch of options about that post. And one mm-hmm. of the options is to add to playlist. So add to an existing or new playlist. And I assume since you can see the first one is save video that this would click on a video. And so this is being able to add saved videos, not just to save them in a bulk save drawer, but to save them into playlists so that you can go back and watch them in an intentional order. Like, for example, I would suggest, even though we already have it in a playlist on our page, all of the episodes of The Journey, one through 16. Yeah, I got to be careful because I've already seen the next one in advance. Um so I was trying to figure out the number, but you could create your own journey playlist. Now, this is not out yeah. yet again, but this is something that we've seen in the wild. Well, that's like that's kind of nice because it's almost like doing a collection for your videos. Right. 
Yeah, it's, it's I mean, helpful. it's like a mixtape. It's a playlist of videos. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. So this is uh, Facebook has rolled out a new monetization manager tool and it's they're calling it basically a one-stop shop for monetizing with audience network. So this is on the publisher side of things. The new platform was built to help publishers better manage their placements across app sites, um, analyze performance with, it, with deeper reporting and access advanced optimization tools to help maximize revenue. So Facebook let publishers know, publishers and businesses know that the monetization manager will replace the audience network tab on the Facebook for developer site as of March 1st and suggest that everyone upgrade to the new platform as soon as possible so your account is not disrupted. And the new monetization manager can be found in business manager. So if you're looking to find it, just go into business manager and Go through the screens and you'll see monetization manager. And this also was found by Matt Navarra. And just uh, just to kind of reiterate here, this is this is on the instant article side. If you're a publisher and you're publishing content, this doesn't have anything to do with ads. Um, if you're creating ads, this is for publishers so that they can monetize their published content. And now um you have some new tools in this monetization manager, and one of them is going to be able to set a range of basically your CPM on what you want to earn on your articles. So there's a lot of great tools, new updates in there. So check it out. All right. Next up, uh, Facebook testing a Snap Map like feature in stories. And so it appears that Facebook is testing this location sharing feature within stories, which is pretty cool. Again, some of the others like, um, well, mostly Snapchat, Instagram stories doesn't really have that. They have it in the sticker form after you've done the content and then you're adding, you know, you're polishing it. But Snapchaps, uh, Snap, Snapchaps, Snap Maps allows users to share their location anywhere in the world and with like friends. So that's pretty cool. But again, this is something that's being tested and also yeah. uh, was shared by Matt Navarra. Yes. So this is a uh, news from Instagram. Okay. And this is really cool. So you're on Instagram ad comes up and you're looking at uh, the video in this case, Birchbox and you check out the cosmetics that you like, you can click on them and actually go through and see add to cart you can purchase them right there within the ad on instagram so it's um so basically uh, the news on this is that instagram's been testing a version of facebook's shoppable collection ads within its main feed right now only two companies are involved in that test birchbox and revolve and but they uh Anyways, um, like on Facebook, these ad units, they blend video and product catalogs where consumers can swipe to view individual products and complete the purchases without leaving the app. I didn't, they don't show on the video you going through and actually completing the sale right there within Instagram, like they're doing on Snapchat. Okay. So I haven't seen that yet, but I'm assuming that that, that information is correct, that you can actually complete the sale within the, within the ad. If not, you can add to cart and finish it up on the on the website but um so basically these this is the same as the collection format in facebook ads the only difference is that when you have the carousel appearing below the main ad creative you can have three products as opposed to four on facebook but otherwise they're pretty much the same as the the collection ads okay uh in other instagram updates instagram has rolled out uh, actually they're, they're testing, I should say, we, we just know people that have this. So that was kind of like, wait, is rolled out? No, it's not. Uh, it's the ability to share an Instagram post into stories. So it effectively is like taking a screenshot of someone's Instagram post 
and then sharing that into stories and allowing you to reframe it and move it around kind of like a uh, a picture in picture if you will or a post in story and it allows you to you could then like tag that person this may end up being what we end up seeing in regards to like the a, a regram kind of a function mm-hmm. it is almost like that but it's across posts to stories and so I don't know. This is interesting. But again, it's they're testing it. It's not out yet. Although some people, again, that when we went live earlier this week actually had it. So we'll see where it comes down to when they actually roll it out. But again, right now, they're they're literally just testing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other one other feature they're also testing for Instagram is this ability to do a cinemagraph. So if you're not familiar with what that term means, uh, a cine- cinemagraph is a video where it's it's kind of like an animation where you isolate part of the video and tell it not to move on another part to tell it to move. And so it kind of, you know, you could have a, a ballet dancer dancing on a stage or, and, and the crowd is standing and like clapping, but the crowd could be uh, or, or vice versa. You could have the, the ballet dancers stuck in their pose while the people are down on the ground um, clapping different, like, you know, have one person not moving in a crowd of people, all that kind of stuff. It, it, it's very creative. It's very interesting. Um, and so it's been found that a cinemagraph button has been on with all the, you know, stop motion and hands free and other uh, options inside of stories. So this could get interesting. Yeah, I think those will be very, very cool to look at. I can't wait for that. Hopefully it comes out. So this is this is interesting news. And we'll need to move through the rest so- of these a little bit quicker. Yeah. So Vine has reportedly started the Vine founders is reportedly started developing a replacement for Vine and it will be called V2, not Vine 2, but V2. And so they're very specific about that because he doesn't want to get sued by Twitter. But there's no firm release date on V2. But the uh, the founder, uh, I don't know his first name, but his last name is Hoffman. Can't remember his first name. Uh, Anyways, Dom, he said Dom Hoffman. Tom Hoffman. Thank you. So he says that this will be sometime in the second quarter, maybe spring or summer of 2018. And the videos like with Vine will range from two to 6.5 seconds and smoothly loop over and over. And you can catch them on your phone or uproll from your camera roll. And so you can edit them in other apps and softwares. So right now it's in a very, very limited alpha there, uh, it will eventually be out on both iOS and Android. Right now, there's no open beta and no way to reserve your username. In other news, and in, in speaking of Twitter, Twitter shared its fourth quarter 2017 earning report and for the first time posted a quarterly profit as a public company. Yay. So. Uh, we recently had a, a podcast episode where Mark Schaefer was talking about a Twitter resurgence, and I think this falls in line with that. Uh, one of the things that Twitter has done recently was change that tweet character limit, and they announced something in regarding uh, the findings of studying people having you know used that new character limit. And they said, and this is from Jack Dorsey, he says, one of the things we're watching for is to see if the average tweet side would go up, and it hasn't. People do have the room, but we're seeing less people abandon tweets. So they actually are finishing their tweets. We're also seeing a lot more engagement. We're seeing more retweets and we're seeing a lot more mentions. And we're also seeing a lot, uh, seeing people get a lot more followers and return more often. So if you're a Twitter fan, good news on both fronts. Excellent. So Amazon has launched a new WordPress plugin called Polly that turns blog posts into audio posts, or not audio posts, but just audio clips and including podcasts. So it's really, it's, it's very cool. I downloaded this to my website and actually could not get it to work properly. But what it's <laughs> going to do is it's going to automatically generate an audio version of your posts that people can listen to using the, uh, Amazon Polycast player. And this this WordPress plugin uses the same technology that powers Amazon Alexa. And this the other thing that you can do with this is you can actually submit it to iTunes. 
Hmm. So you can also export this to iTunes as a podcast. So it's actually, it's really cool. I, like I said, I couldn't get it to work on my site, but I did get it downloaded and went through the procedure. It was not that complicated to get set up. And it's, it's really something to check out. So it's called Poly WordPress plugin from Amazon. It's basically one step away almost since it's owned by Amazon from being able to say, Hey, A L E X A, read me the latest article on socialmediaexaminer.com and have them read it to you. So anyways, and with that, that's our news for the week, guys. Great show. Great news. Thanks, Jeff C. for handling the simulcasts. Thanks, Grace Duffy, for producing the show. Thanks, um, Kim Reynolds, Kimberly Reynolds, even, for being my (laughs) (laughs) co-host. And... uh, yeah, you can make sh- – and by the way, speaking of podcasts, you can listen to this show on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher. You can go subscribe and get it delivered to you every Monday morning and then listen. So – and by the way, again, Social Media Marketing World, smmw18.com. I can't say it enough. Things are changing so fast. You need to not only be where the experts are going to train you to master social media for 2018, you also need to be where the networking around these topics with the other peers in your industry is happening. SMMW18.com. We will see you next week, Friday, February 16th, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Join us here. Get us on your calendar, socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. That's where you can get notified and subscribe for future updates and future shows. And with that, I will say thank you and have a great day and have, um, I hope to see you soon at Social Media Marketing World. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.